This episode of the Pursuit Podcast is presented by Fisher Skis. Bing bong. Yo, what is up, everyone? Mr. Adam X, the host of the Pursuit Podcast on the Out of Collective. Mouthful of things to say. Super fun, fantastic, hilarious, ridiculous, non-normal episode for y'all. So... We will talk about that in a minute. Before we get into that, I want to talk about my sponsors this week. My first sponsor, Deuter. Dude, it's Deuter. I hope you figured out how to pronounce it by now. If you haven't, it's Deuter. It's the man's last name. It's not Deuter. It's Deuter. Now that we've got that figured out, I want to talk to you about the Freerider Pro 34+. Plus. That is the bag that I will be rolling with daily in the backcountry. I hate saying side country, uh, but that'll be my daily pack. It's kind of, it has all the features and flexible capacity. That's my favorite thing about it. So it, roll, it has a roll top. You get an extra 10 liters of storage if you need it. So you might start, you know, we always say be bold, start cold, but you know, I like to wear a puffer sometimes, but I can just unroll it, put my puffer in the top. There's gear straps everywhere. Uh, uh, it has a separate equipment for all of its avi gear and your safety gear, your first aid kit. You can put all that in a side pocket. It has a waterproof pocket for your skin. So if you're doing multiple laps, you don't have to get your peanut butter sandwich wet. It, it really is my favorite bag. Check them out. Go to Deuter, Deuter.com. I think it's Deuter.com. That's what we're going to say. Yeah, Deuter.com. D-E-U-T-E-R.com. Check them out. They're built for durability. They have a no questions asked lifetime guarantee. They, If they can't fix it, they'll replace it. PFC free since 2020. I'm telling you, I cannot talk enough about these bags. So go to Deuter.com. Check it out. And my second sponsor this week, I just got a fresh pair because I just got a brand new pair of boots. So I got a fresh pair of insoles to go with that. I got Cetus insoles. Go on their website, cetus-us.store. They have an insole finder. They'll walk you through what insole you need for the type of arch you have. If you have a low arch, a medium arch, a high arch, they'll tell you kind of what defines that. It, it's like crazy how much it changes the actual fit and comfort of your boot. You know, if you had bald tires, we talk about putting winter tires on your car. That's no different for your feet. So go to cetus-us.store. Check out all the insoles they have to offer. Their new three feet are unbelievable. Uh, I've got a, I got a three feet outdoor mid. They make a merino one. I'm telling you, check this stuff out because it is so good. And it'll change the fit of your boot, the comfort of your foot. It's it might even delete that six toe we've talked we've been talking about again cetus-usa.store and now my episode this week i've had him on before he's one of my favorite guests he got completely canceled the telemark community i think he's recovered from that i'm slowly getting canceled from the telemark community i really will never understand how we can't take a joke on that thing and you know it's no different than snowboarders saying spray skiers we're all sliding down snow, people. I am a telemark skier. I am a snowboarder. I am a skier. And it is funny. So let's have some fun with it. But this episode, I asked the internet, which is something I should never do, for hot takes, things they think about. Uh, I asked it on at Out of Collective. So if you left a note or something, 
It might be in this episode. We talk about cross-country skiing. We talk about, I don't know, all types of things. If you want to know about Patty, you can go back into the archives and learn all about who he is. But really what matters is he's a great human. And while I'm talking about that, he is raising money for No Shave November with his mustache. But he always has a mustache, so he's cheating. But he's raising it for a good thing. He's reading, He's raising money for suicide prevention. It's important. I mean, I don't think I have to argue with anybody here about mental health and how it's important. So I'm going to leave a link in the comments. If you have a few extra bucks, I know it's Christmas time. I know we just had a great holiday and it's Cyber Monday and Super Saturday and small. But if you got a dollar, donate to Patty's thing. He's doing good things for good people. He's running every day uh, to kind of make himself suffer a little bit so he can raise some money. I'm going to start babbling. Stop babbling. It's time for the episode. Again, check out our lovely sponsors at Deuter and Cetus, and I hope you enjoy. All the things. I don't want to do anything. Like, that's where I'm at. Like, I watch yeah. Office Space, and it's my yeah. Bible, and I'm like, that's fucking me. Like, I'm yeah. like. I just recently watched, like, a couple months ago, Office Space, and I was like, it holds up. It holds up. It's, it's still great. It still couldn't great. be more relevant. Like, like name one WNBA player, you know? And it's like, like, I think what you're trying to do, right, besides just being a fucking asshole, is like, you know, like make some kind of weird, like, I don't know, commentary about like how the WNBA like doesn't matter to you, you know, but it's like, why is that a comment that you need to make you know like right why is that relevant right and also like i mean this is more of a commentary on like the like ad dollars that go behind you know female sports and so like if if this comment right if this question is about like you know should we be celebrating female athletes that's what the question is and it's like yeah dude we should (laughs) right like you know (laughs) and it's like Hey, if you if you want an excuse to shit on people like you don't need an excuse to be an asshole. But here's the thing. You're still an asshole. So shut up. Yeah. Jesus Christ didn't die for you to be an asshole, dude. (laughs) That's my favorite line ever. (laughs) That's a that's a T-shirt right there. It really is. It's a song. Homeless gospel choir. It's just one guy. I I want the front to say the pursuit and the back to say that i just made a shirt i have it on it's under this it's a sample so it's bad but it says the pursuit it's got my little guy and then the back it's the state of new york yeah and it says don't mess with texas perfect it's so bad it's just for me like it's not it's just this is a me shirt perfect i don't know um all right patty let's start doing this let's do this uh for anyone who doesn't know patty He's a fucking jack of all trades, Swiss army knife, self-proclaimed Swiss army knife of creativity. Creativity. Uh, We did a, mostly that means I just need to do a lot of different stuff so I can pay my mortgage in the pizza tab. (laughs) Yeah. All while being like, I don't have a nine to five. Take that. No, I have a seven to 11 in your face. The man take that. Uh, Patty and I recorded a podcast last year, maybe two years ago. So if you want to deep dive into who he is as a human, you can go do that. He's still somehow the most hated man in Telemark, which I am like doing everything I can to take that from you. 
I which I appreciate, but it just won't happen. I guess it won't. I mean, they like they're like embracing me. They're like this guy fucking hates us and he's I funny. Know. And you didn't you start like a GoFundMe to stop Telemark at all resorts? Yeah, change.org. Yeah, which is like I wrote like a humorous article and they were like, We are gonna murder you like Frankenstein's monster. And you're starting a legitimate petition. <laughs> I ha- also I started it and was like, I'll just delete it. Like I get yeah. the screenshot. You can't delete it. Yeah. <laughs> you can't like like perfect. you that have to perfect. like notify. You have to go yeah. through this whole process to actually delete it. But I just hid the link and like it's really hard to find. And TGR or unofficial messaged me and was like, "Hey, we want to write an article on this and share the link." And I was like, "No." Like no. awesome. I, well, yeah. I was like, "Hey, you can share the screenshots." I was like, "I'm not giving you the link." Because there are so many things happening in this world that we actually need to change. Right. Yeah. I don't want to take this. This is just a giant joke. Yeah. Like, and then unofficial was like, well, we're not sharing it then. I was like, okay, then don't. I don't care. Okay. Fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. This is great. Yeah. But I appreciate you trying to take the heat off me, but I think it's, I don't know if it's ever going to not be a thing, but it happened, man. That, that article came out and Yeah telemarkers man yeah i still still love you telemark yeah and you did it so i don't know you did your due diligence i did it this episode (laughs) so difficult it's the hardest time i've ever had on skis you literally lunged down the hill oh it was i've never thought it was like doing a long division prep i've never thought so hard about a physical activity while doing the physical activity but that's my favorite part of me like canceling it is like all these people yeah are like you wouldn't last a day in telemark boots. And then I posted yeah. a, a skier like hitting rails and doing tricks yeah. and riding switch yeah. on telemark. And I was like, we need to find this guy. Who is this guy? And everyone's, like, I don't know, but that guy rips. It was fucking me. That's, I love, I love your internetting. You're yeah. D- like, great. I'm just trolling everyone. Like, yeah. and some people are at, some people aren't, but like, they were like, I don't know, but you need to find that guy. Cause he rips. I'm like, you're the same guy that says I need to try it. That's me. You asshole. Like, I love it. so that's, it's I'm bad. Genius. at. I'm you're trying to make the internet better. <laughs> you're an evil genius. This is a this is amazing. Uh, so this episode, I'm trying to explain what we're going to do here. I got yeah. a bunch of hot takes statements thoughts i just have them written down in our notes and we're going to get patty's unprofessional opinion on it yeah. oh, um, boy. it's basically going to be an episode of mari where i'm just trying to trap him <laughs> on every situation i possibly can I know, this is this is terrifying yeah um so that's what the layout of this episode if you care about who patty actually is as a human being uh he's a mustache connoisseur and he cares about our brains and mental health, and we will leave all that in the show notes and maybe even give him a second to talk about what he's doing yeah. for all of those things at the end of this episode. <laughs> That's if I could still talk of that. I'm I like I should have Kleenex like close by. I'm pretty sure I don't, I just yeah. I'm gonna try to like just blip around and make it. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm ready. Internet. All let's right. say you. My first I don't know, hot take? I don't know what we're going here, but Burton Rental Program. So for anyone who doesn't know, Burton is now offering snowboard rentals, clothing rentals, pretty much everything you need Mm -hmm. to go snowboarding. Yeah. Thoughts? Yeah, I think it's great. Do people think it's bad? 
I think it's bad. Why do you think it's bad? Because I think snowboard retailers are already struggling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now the biggest company in snowboarding right. is literally pulling out their pocket knife and stabbing them in the back. I don't know if I see it like that. I mean, I think I what I see this is, is like, okay, like 2020 happens. We're all like, and, and probably before 2020, right? Like we are all as a snow sports industry, outdoor industry, screaming about how we want equity in the space, right? And so then, right, like you said, the biggest snowboard company is like, all right, cool, I hear you. We're going to make it easier for people to get into this thing. And now people are upset because they're doing it wrong. I mean, maybe in the short term, like retailers might take a hit. I'm, I'm guessing that they're not, you know, I don't see somebody who's like a long time snowboard enthusiast being like, you know what, I'm not going to buy stuff this year. I'm going to rent it. What I see this as is like some newcomers are going to rent for a year or two, and then they're going to get really jazzed about getting into the sport. And then they're going to go to their local shop and buy a bunch of gear. I think this is great. I disagree. Okay. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. That's it. That's it. And a, a statement. No, I just think they're renting really high end stuff, which is really cool. Yeah. But now if like I am a 10 time a year skier snowboarder, yeah, I can rent something, have it delivered to my Airbnb, which I guess yeah. you could anyway. I, and maybe it just sours because it's from like, I feel like these big brands should support the shops that's just how yeah. i feel uh yeah. but now you can go out west get that one powder board you'd use for four days and never have a purpose for it on the east coast for 33 bucks a day mm-hmm. i don't know i think it's i think we need shops and i think this doesn't help the shops at all i think we need shops and i don't see this as a big like uh f you to the shops i i just don't think that it's going to have the type of like financial impact that that people are are foreseeing or that you're you're foreseeing you know like uh, and rentals like i mean is this the first time a company has done rentals like this i don't think it is i don't know the answer to that you know like i still think burton is like going to have a rental fleet like in their in other shops like throughout the west throughout the east coast throughout the midwest yeah but these aren't in shops i think that's the big thing these are like i click a button online and i show up to my airbnb and it's so your whole shop interaction sure. is gone. Sure. But I I don't think it's going to be as disruptive as, as people are, are foreseeing. And I think, again, right, I think this is going to be a great way for folks who otherwise would not be able to get into the sport, get into the sport, and it's going to make more customers in the long run. That's what I think. All right. People who have Dude, the same like – We're just going to drive. I'll jump all over. That one was kind of right. serious, not – People yeah. who have the same car should wave to each other. It's not just for Jeeps and Sprinters anymore. It's going to be all over the map. I mean, yeah, sure. I'm all for building community. And I would say that, like, this is something that happens, like, with a mustache. And I didn't foresee it, you know? Like, it doesn't happen when I drive around, like, in my Toyota. doesn't really happen. Maybe, like, Subi. Not really. No, there's Subarus everywhere. And there's not, like, somebody, like, you know, like you do, like, the Trader Joe's, like, like hello because you have a super or something but mustaches people are doing it with mustaches you know you see another guy with a mustache and they kind of give you like the all right man so are you like a keeper of the mustache like if someone has a bad mustache do you not head nod them because as a scooter guy 
Harley guys don't wave to me, and I like no. intentionally wave to them now. Oh, well, that's amazing. I would say that I'm not, I don't, uh, I don't start the knot, but I will reciprocate it. You hold out. Yeah. I'm, what does that mean? Does that mean I'm you wait for the nod and then you do it, but you won't, yeah, totally. you won't do it. People do that on yeah. motorcycles. They like, yeah. they well, wait. That's like, yeah, like the three. Yeah. That, doing like the three thing. yeah. I do the shocker yeah. no matter what. I'm always like, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm on a fucking 85 scooter. Like, Dude, I love that. Like, this is what I mean. Like you're taking your like online trolling, like offline into the real world. Like you, you might win. The, yeah, but this is the problem is. Everyone on the internet is like, when they meet me, they're like, dude, your internet persona is like, and then my girlfriend's like, that's not a fucking internet. A that's just you him. Just found, you just found a larger megaphone. He's just a troll, like all the time. And like, I posted something today and it has like three likes, but yeah. I don't care because I yeah. love it so much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. I, it's like, I just want to put it out there because I think it's funny. And it's not because I'm like, well, this is going to get a bunch of likes. I do think about, I ask like a top tier guest as yourself. Ooh, top tier. <laughs> now, see, now you're buttering me up. Yeah. Now you're going to no, like, hammer let me, Like I, I, I DM Emily Harrington and I'm like, hey, yeah. do you want to be on the show? And she's like, let me check this guy out. And then she's like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> And then like so that goes against me i guess but i don't know i i like scroll down your stuff and i'm like this is amazing yeah well so, i appreciate that yeah there are no bad skis in 2022 like, like no no like no new ones or like just in the world i think it's saying like all skis are good skis now Oh, like everyone's caught up. That can't be true. Can I? That can't be true. I think there are plenty of bad skis. Yeah, there's got to be something that's just like a still just like a total noodle that doesn't do anything or just something that's like, you know, a a framing stud that doesn't like, you know, it doesn't flex at all. Framing stud. Yeah, it just like goes downhill straight and you're like, oh, dear God, this is like I'm, I'm like my molars are turning sideways. I'm going so fast. You know, I can't turn this thing because like, I'm not angry enough. That's <laughs> literally moment skis. And like those skis rip, but you have to be good. Like, I'm like, I can't ski this. Cause I suck. Like, I'm just yeah, like, I need a very forgiving tail. And then you watch someone like, who's yeah. super good on moments. And you're like, that ski rips. If yeah, you yeah. rip, but right, I, totally. I don't. Yeah. So I, I think, can't. I mean, there's, I would agree that there's a ski for everybody out there, you know, but, but there's no bad skis. I don't know. Top sheets are the biggest differentiators in all mountain skis. Eh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude, does it have that? Yeah. You don't have hot cues, dude. No. Oh yeah. See, that's okay. See, See, you're like sweet hockey user. That's the differentiator between like a pro podcaster <laughs> and a, and me, just like some schlup in in like his DIY studio at home. Yeah, like okay, so top sheet. I don't know. I think maybe like is top sheet art important anymore? Sure, it's important. I think sometimes it's just like ugly. I think it, it matters. more stands out. The ugly stuff more stands out than I'm like, that is a sick design. Did you ever work ski retail? No. I think it matters. Because okay. people, like, you'll you'll present two skis. Yeah. 
that you're like, these are both great options for you. Like these are, and then the consumers like, you know, like the Fisher Ranger that was just hot pink. Oh, it's great ski. People loved that or they hated it, but they're like, I I want that one because it's pink. Like if you're telling me that these are both comparable skis, I want the pink one. I guess when I when you said top sheet art, I was thinking more like the you remember those like um, the obsessed with like the crazy like yeah. totem stuff on on there, you know, like that kind of bonker stuff. Well, or I think like it's the, all the art, stuff right? Atomic, yeah, sure. But I mean, there's like I think there's a movement of like um, like the no art art, you know, just like here is the pink ski. Yeah, someone yeah. who just yeah. got who got canceled last year for using like. This is everyone. Everybody, everybody yeah. got canceled yeah. for using like Native American graphics or it's like it's which is cool. Right. We're shining light on things and then we're abusing things. And what like it's a very I don't know the answer by any means, but like yeah. I think some of that stuff is neat, but I never know who I'm offending. Right. Well, I would say it was something like that. I think I know what you're talking about. I, I think it was less about uh, like the artwork and like, hey, like, are you using, you know, indigenous artists to create this? Or are you just like going on Google image and finding something that's like, you know, uh, tokenistic? Yeah. And, you know, and shitty white like, guy draws, you know, some dream catcher or some bullshit like that. And it's like, that's not, you know, I think we can do better than that. In 2022, 2023. I think, but maybe, maybe. I hope. Honestly. God, I I hope. It's really who, who knows at this point. I should delete these so I can like see where I'm at here. I'm just like, this list is out of control. (laughs) If you advocate for protect our winners, you must post your energy consumption. I think what they're saying, again, putting words in people's mouths, but like, Brody Levin, huge yeah. protect our winners guy. Yeah. Travels for yeah. his sport. Totally. And yeah. he on his Instagram, I don't know if you saw it recently, he was like, Hey, I'm traveling. I know it's an yeah. impact. And and I feel like yeah. he he feels he has to do that. Yeah, totally. And I and I get why he does that because, you know, like the the like dickhead trolls on the internet, you know, and that's like a car this is like a Carl Rove like tactic. To be like, oh, you can't advocate for climate change while also like traveling or like having a van or something or like, you know, using fossil fuels of any kind, you know, putting it on the individual when really we need to put it on the system. You know, Brody is a friend of mine. You know, the guy is like the most like consciously aware human of his actions and his advocacy, you know, like one of the most in the that I know personally or just that I would say like in the industry. And so for the tactic to be like, oh, you can't like jump on a plane and also advocate for climate change at the same time is a load of horse shit. You know, he does things individually that like most people don't even think about. The guy's never had a piece of meat in his entire life. He's platinum. Like, yeah, he's never, you know, like, uh, is that what it's called? Platinum. That's amazing. But like, so, so if you're talking about like impact of climate change, like, he's helping out as best he can as an individual. But what we really need to do is like go after these gigantic systems. Like, you know, like as a nation, we should be like dumping fossil fuel. If we're going to actually like attack uh, uh, climate change, which 
as any winter enthusiast should like understand it's like it's not really about the single individual that's what like you know the that kind of tactic is about it's like oh no it's the single individual who can really you know it's like we can all do things in our daily lives that are going to help we need to go after the system like that's just a bullshit tactic you know so like should a climate activist post their their impact sure no i don't that doesn't really matter to me you know like I think you can still be a, a pow human and like drive a car and you know what I mean? It's like, it's just like, I'm a pow human and I drive a car. Like, well, it's like, I'm a feminist name every female. Exactly. It's like, it's and obviously so these cool. are all supposed to be like, we asked the internet to give us shit takes right, totally. yeah, and like, sure. so it's just, that's just, this is again, like, this is like this big, like climate denier tactic to try to pull the rug out from the movement or actually focusing on like what we can do. Like, you know, let's like stop using like, you know, the fossil fuel industry. Let's put up like, you know, solar panels throughout the nation and giant windmills. That's what we should do. Yeah, be I'm like, so torn. Brody Levin's the problem because like he's a hypocrite. He's not a hypocrite, <laughs> right? He's <laughs> You're like, an asshole. He's doing it, it more than anybody. But <laughs> yeah, I did. He totally. did post that big thing, and I loved it, and I watched it all. But I'm like, I feel like he feels he needs to do that. He's like preemptive striking on oh, like for sure. all he's the. He's doing it because he gets called out on that all the time, and it's a load of shit. It's just a load of garbage. I'm like protect our winners, and I like fire up my two stroke and just. And like fall over and watch. I, like the- I think that like what I I have more of a personal problem is like when I'm like protect our winners and then I throw another like bucket of gasoline on the tire fire that I'm at. But I don't know how to stay warm in the winter besides attending a styrofoam and tire fire. So like you know we all got our own things, man. Also, watch now. Now I will be the most hated man. It's not. Game. I'll no, I'm gonna up you. It's not our job to fucking protect our planet Earth. It's the billionaire corporations who can actually change something. Like we should advocate for it, and like yeah. we can do we our put thing. Pressure on them, but like yeah. I could run my Five Prius companies that own the universe. Yeah. should really be doing something. I can run my Prius as the Prius Flex off my own farts for fucking the next forty yeah. years, yeah. and have no blip. So exactly. like. They exactly. need to change, and they're just yeah. pawning it off on us. They're like, here's yeah, your exactly. eco-friendly vehicle that yeah. we used so much coal and plastic to manufacture that in its lifespan will never make up for the actual impact it had. But here's your $3,000 tax break. Yeah. I mean, I still think it would be like the the new like F-150 you know right the the ev f-150 is like that's gonna be super great for america i think because it's a ford truck it's gonna be really popular ford's probably gonna ask the feds to invest you know uh uh you know a bunch of money in the infrastructure uh you know of evs throughout the country it's gonna be awesome and it's gonna be helpful but like honestly it's yeah it's the corporations that we need but like how are we manufacturing that thing how What's are we just? Dis- how are we manufacturing that new form? I think it's made out of balsa wood. Uh, yeah, it probably is. So <laughs> yeah. then we'll have to replace it in a week. Like I think we yeah, should all go like- back to like sixty nine cougars, and then you just keep it forever. 
Right, yeah. To, or just radio flyer like wagons. We should just walk everywhere. Bicycles. I like bikes. I was gonna say I don't really bikes. like walking. I walked I was just in New York City last week and I'm like, I fucking hate walking. Like <laughs> it's just like there's better ways to do it. But then bikes are scary because these guys are professional bike cyclists. Mm. And you're like, I can't ride. Like, you walk in the bike lane and you're like, get the fuck out of there. You're like, Ooh. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. No, city city cyclists are another breed. Scary. Best lift snack, pocket snack. This is an opinion Man. piece. You get an opinion piece That's, in this. Um, I mean, I want to say like, whatever you have is the best the closest thing to your mouth i don't know which one best. it is <laughs> i will say this for a while i was doing one pocket of beef jerky and one pocket of trader joe's dried mangoes you're getting paid too much if you're handing it out was so tasty because you get a little sweet you get a little spice and it was it'll keep you going you didn't need to go in for lunch it was awesome but you know i'm also like you know, you got a Snickers bar, like some M&Ms or something like that. That's like pretty good. Yeah, everyone's like pocket bacon. And I'm like, I'm fucking poor. I'm not giving you pocket bacon. Like I have like... I also think that pocket bacon, like um, I'm a huge fan of, of the schwine. Okay. Like <laughs> I love me some bacon, but like it sounds like a great opportunity for like a terrible grease stain. Oh, I don't care about that. Super I'm disgusting. Jacket. Like I have like mustard on my jacket, and I hate mustard. I'm like I, I mean, don't even I've know how I got videos that. of how you eat hot dogs, and it's honestly like I'm concerned, not just about like the volume, but just about like how much stuff is not actually getting into your body. Well, it's like a, it's how I stay fit. It's the <laughs> illusion that I'm eating that much. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I hear you. Snowboarding is dying without a new Sean White. Okay. Um, I kind of like that statement. Like, but I don't know. I don't think it's dying. And like Zeb Powell is the new Sean White to me. And he Mm -hmm. couldn't be a better advocate for snowboarding. And I think mainstream maybe. Like ABC isn't going to be like Zeb Powell's our guy. Like they need a white ginger Sean White looking dude to be like, yeah, we love snowboarding. Yeah. I mean, I guess like, yeah, that's probably more about like the team behind the person. Right. Like, I mean, you know, uh, my mom knows who Sean White is. My mom doesn't know who any snowboarders are. Right. Right. So like you need somebody who's like appearing in target ads or something. And that's just about like the, the like PR team behind the person. But I don't know. I, I, you probably watch the Olympics too. I saw those kids freaking doing them whirly birds in the stunt ditch. Like they were absolutely blasting out of the half pipe. It's right. Like, it's going to be great. But the difference is, yeah, you just called them those kids. Right. Yeah. And you said know. Sean White. Yeah, totally. Exactly. So, like, yeah. Again, they, somebody just needs, Zeb like needs a good PR team. I mean, he's on Red Bull. Like I think yeah, he's, but but like he's not in Target ads. Do you know what I mean? Like only targeted ads. <laughs> Boom. He's. I gotta get. What is it? Just a board? This is it like a little bing bing? I need that. Yeah. Don't you record on anything? 
Yeah, I've got my little like. I don't want to move it because right I'll end up unplugging and like. I know. So I've got my amp down here, but I don't have like a. Oh, I got a like recorder. A, like I got like an audio recorder. Oh, a digital recorder. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm I'm recording like straight into the old the old Mac through this little amp I've got down here. But oh, I need yeah. I need like a. You know what I'll do is like old school radio. Is I'll just get like a hammer and nails and like a horn, like a clown. Oh, horn that would stuff. be good. Like a clapper yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I'll, and I'll just be like. I can preload these, but I never yeah. do, and these are just the ones that come with it. Oh, I'm really, really excited that you're breaking it out for me. They're Thank really you. bad, but I keep saying I'm gonna like grab audio clips of like that people say, and like, yeah. what did you mean by this? Yeah. <laughs> you're ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. Last run of the day or first chair? Oh, I'm I'm all about last run, for sure. Last year, I, I used to ski patrol a billion years ago when I was, you know, a, a total dirtbag ski bum in my 20s. And doing sweep was like the greatest thing in the universe. The sun is setting. No one else is out there. Like, it's just that's awesome. You love it, you know. And first chair is kind of overrated. And I, it's so there's so much. And I guess this just goes back to like what the type of a human I am, right? Like, I don't want like the powder panic thing. I'm over it, dude. I'm just like over freaking out and the FOMO and all that bullshit. It's like, I just want to be happy with what I got. And like, there's nothing worse in the world to me than rushing for anything. I hate it. I like to be on time for stuff. I'm usually early to stuff. You know, I love that. But if it's like rushing, ugh, hate it. And the powder panic in the morning is just, eh, I'm over it. I've done it. It's not that great. I don't like being that anxious when I'm doing something I love. So last chair. It's the only way to go. <laughs> last chair. <laughs> I think it's an East Coast, West Coast thing. Because what I would say East Coast last chair sucks ass. Like it is pretty. Doesn't first chair too? I don't know. I've never seen yeah, it. Yeah. But everything I hear it's... is just like, I mean, it's like. The reason that everybody like who comes out west, you know, and and talks nonstop about how great Massachusetts is or something is like, you know, they're just they're so angry that they've been so cold and skiing on ice for so many years that they just got to keep talking shit to everybody else. So it's like, is there a time when you're like East Coast is hitting hard right now? It's so like beautiful and butter. It's great. Or yeah, it when, like it no, like we have our days, obviously. Like it's, <laughs> but when it is good, it's cold. Yeah. Like we right. don't get like those, like, oh, it's 28 and it nuked. Like it's right. like, oh, it's negative four. Right. And it is snowing yeah. sideways and you can't right. see anything. Sounds great. The East Coast is a weird thing. I love it. Yeah. I'm totally part of it. So you're a first chair guy then because of the East Coast? Depends because, where I am, but yeah, it changes. What, by four o'clock, it's just everything's like garbage. Yeah, it's it's a mess. And, it's and like I was sad. always a first chair guy, and then I spent yeah. a bunch of time in Utah last year, yeah. and I was like rushing to get to Alta, and then my buddy's like, "Dude, meet us there at ten thirty. and like yeah. we got there oh, at ten thirty and skied till like four fifteen, like right. scraping, and it was same thing. Like the place yeah. is yours, and it's yeah, very it's totally. love it a bizarre thing. Plus, we have same. night skiing on the East Coast, so like it. Which is honestly, I've done night skiing before, and I don't think I've ever had a good time. <laughs> yeah, but you're doing it wrong. Really? Night skiing is made to be done with like 20 of your closest friends. Yeah, and like it's like we have this place, and they do late night, great night, and okay. from 9 p.m. till 1 a.m. It's 15 dollars. 
I mean, okay, so I'm all about that. I'm like, all about the, the, that's the, a the shit good deals show. at the mom and pop shops for like families and like teenagers and 20s to come out and not have to spend and then you know oh like, no this uh, has nothing to do with families this is literally it. just for drunks <laughs> like they like show up about the the like the good deals and stuff like that but like mostly when i've gone night skiing i've like you know i've been in like you know safety goggles and it's freezing and i'm terrified because it's like straight ice all everywhere and yeah. you can kind of see you can't really see you know that's why it's great oh okay, i think you're cool. missing like the this is like this is like when people are like no climbing is a great sport and i'm like well is is it just that you're scared all the time that's the that oh that's the fun you're scared i don't think those guys okay, are scared okay, cool. i think they're just like i am when i go climbing yeah but you're or not a climber what, or, like yeah, i'm not a well, climber so i'm like yeah. terrified well, but they're just, just like, like yeah i'm gonna not, sleep not here gear, this seems like this seems like a good place to sleep. Uh, you don't need the latest gear to be a skier. I think we yes. can agree yeah. on that. Oh, yeah, totally. That's... that's great. And honestly, you know what I love is like, it's like if I show up with skis from 1987, super cool, right? Those, those are like, they've got like the patina, the retro patina, and that's like instant cool factor. However, if I show up with skis, if I show up with skis from 2012 with a set of like original Dukes on them, I will Oof. get laughed right off. So it's like there's a certain amount of time that like the the like cool kid factor like comes in, which is like total bullshit. I've written about this. I think it's hilarious and it won't change. It's just like a funny thing that we do about like, you know, the 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 like when when an old piece of gear becomes cool again like if you saw someone skiing around with a frame pack on you'd be like that guy's legit yeah that guy you know? slaps on telmark garbage it's all <laughs> new you, to him if you, yeah but if you saw somebody with like you know a backpack from like you know five six seven years ago or something you're be like not enough time has passed for that to be retro and cool my it's rebuttal not- for you though is i i think if 40 years passed and we're still somehow yeah. ski- sliding on snow that's not inside a mall yeah <laughs> i don't think dukes will be cool i think people will be like that still sucks <laughs> <laughs> probably like i'm waiting for the bbr to be cool <laughs> That's what I want because I love that ski and I love like the surfboard. Yeah, ski? dude, yes. that oh ski my God. rips and it almost folded yeah. Solomon. I love the whole story of it. Like they put all yeah. their money into it and they're like, this is the future. And everyone's like, that ski sucks. Except yeah. for me, I was like, I fucking love this ski. But no. I knew I knew some uh, ski instructors who were like, this is the greatest ski I've ever skied on. It's like really it really is like if you can ski one it's so good the shovel's like 122 and the waist is like it's, 88 it's remarkable remember the shaman from uh icelandic yeah that had the shovel the shovel was like 178 yeah and then and then the tail was like 16 it's <laughs> the best like something like that you're just like these crazy designs that were like those things well those things you know what please please rock that please rock the bbr it's great Right. hasn't been enough time hasn't been enough oh time. no it's cool you'll start it you'll start the wave oh god i don't know i'm scared i'm too scared you sound anxious I'm like, really anxious right i am <laughs> cross-country skiing is the most hardcore genre of skiing oh it's the worst sport ever and i am a cross-country skier i because it 
it like my wife is so good at it like she grew up cross-country skiing and it's like you take everything about skiing what you like what you know of skiing and you toss it out the window i mean the boots it's just you're wearing clown it's running with clown shoes on it's just like have you ever gone for a run and been like you know it'd make this even better is if i was just constantly afraid of falling down and hurting myself that is cross-country skiing you know you've got the 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 boots have the structural integrity of a wet fart you know and like a and like a snotted kleenex you know you're basically wearing converse and then you're clipped into these things by like this little itty bitty like paper clip the poles are super long and you're both cold and extremely hot at the same time and typically with something like skinning right you like put up with the uphill so that you can have the yahoo factor of the downhill when you flip around on cross-country skis and go downhill it is the scariest thing that you'll ever experience in your life and i want you to know that i do it all the time <laughs> like i i do this all the time i cross country ski all the time now i got into it in in 2020 i i, I created a uh like a a four-part web series about getting into it you know and and it's terrifying bruises all over the ice i ice and ibuprofen all over the place and i'd still do it and it's ridiculous and i love it but i also hate it <laughs> so is it the most hardcore it's probably the dumbest thing i do outside <laughs> and i go jogging and i go jo like long jogging which is super stupid yeah so i, I don't have a rebuttal to that <laughs> i think that I went off i think you I nailed it off i think you nailed it yeah i mean it's a great way to get outside with like the dogs you know like midday instead of like driving up and down to the you know to the resort or whatever it's like oh i can do this like and i'm i'm back here in an hour and a half and i can keep working and i got my outdoor time but it's like it's awful <laughs> you know i'm like i'm in tights nobody wants to see that i have the i have the body type i'm irish from chicago the body type of a microwave like burst open hot dog you nobody wants to see me squozing into tights what a descriptor yeah well that's this is what I look at in the mirror when I go take a shower, my friend. I like to say I have the body of an avid reader. <laughs> that I here's the thing. I'll footnote you, but I'm gonna steal that for sure. I think I stole it. I don't. <laughs> I'm like ninety. I have the body type of somebody who cooks with a crock pot. A lot. <laughs> yeah, like. I actually think I might just have the body type of a crock pot. Of a crock pot. How do you feel about Crocs? Like the shoes? Yes. No, the animal. Yeah, the shoe. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I was a big Steve Irwin guy. Uh, the shoes are, I mean, probably the worst thing to happen to mountain fashion. Dang. In the Disagree. Of the universe. I had uh, a friend uh, a friend of ours, my wife and I, uh, like we just got married in August. Congrats. Because they know, thank you, uh, because they know how much I just despise them. I just think they're just like the kleenex boxes squeaky kleenex boxes um either they're the cargo shorts of the feet and like just somebody gave it to us for like a wedding present but they also had like what are those like croc sockets whatever i call them giblets the but they're not yeah, giblets you've got, oh just just jibbies bedazzled with yeah. all of all sorts of crap and um we like you know for our honeymoon went to like a like a like a spa like hotel deal and Taos, it was great. And we wore those things, and I just could not just 
keep the women off of you, myself. probably. Yeah. To, <laughs> it was they're coming down for the rafters, man. It was in, it's just they're awful. Like you can have the most athletic looking body, athletic legs, put on a pair of Crocs, instant cankles, just, you know, those things make a hoof out of any lower body. It's just, it's terrible. They're terrible. Was that even, was that even a question or is this because I know you're an avid Crocker and you're like an off-brand Crocker? I love love Crocs. Like I have the flattest arch on the planet. And oh, my feet hurt in everything. Diatrist, you. And God. I wear Crocs like, like everyone's like, I love that Croc bit you're doing, and I'm like, this isn't a bit. I know. I just feel bad for your girlfriend, man, that she has to like somehow pretend you're not wearing those things to bed. You yeah, know? but she I know like you, you put them into sport mode and you get into the covers for sure. There's yeah, but no I'm way. the worst, and she knows that. Like this is just like. In addition to the other, like, that's not even the worst thing about. And you wear them to like weddings and stuff too, right? Oh yeah. Well, I have like these, I have like these dress Crocs that like do not. And then people are like, oh, I'm surprised you didn't wear Crocs here. And then I'm like, boom, motherfucker, they're Crocs. There's no such thing as dress Crocs. I'll send them to you. They're good. But then you get tan lines of like the fucking Croc holes in your feet. Like I'm a piece of shit. Really? I really am. Honestly. Like one thing about me, I'm glad I can only see from like navel up right now. I don't have them on right now, actually. I don't believe you. I believe you're like, you probably have like croc under like croc jockeys. Yeah. Croc jockeys. (sighs) Yeah. Crockies. (laughs) Yeah. That was not on the list. I genuinely love crocs. Like it's fucking, (laughs) it's a horrible thing. I fucking despise them so hard. Like I was really, what do you wear? Are you like a fashion shoe guy? No, what, do you, what does that even mean? I wear Vans. I wear Nikes. I no, wear... trash. Ooh. Corporations, you don't even care about our winters. <laughs> Mine are made by injection molds and robots. Yours are made with, like, little human hands. Honestly, if I, if it was, like, if I had to wear Crocs for the rest of my life and that would save our winters, I would get into rollerblading. Oh, rollerblading <laughs> slaps too i don't even care but i would just be like you know what in the winter time i'm a blader now oh, i'm gonna start but, blading for the quad skates are coming back is that a thing where you are where like roller like old school roller skates what yeah but they made skates? like grind plates for them like every skate park in buffalo there's like all these fucking weird hipsters i shouldn't say fucking weird or hipsters but i am one so eat ass everybody um <laughs> So there's like kids with like monocles named like Jasper. Yeah. Like, and they have grind grind plates plates. on their quad skates and they're like, like, I saw those, I saw those back in the day. So like at the small Catholic school that I went to as a, as a young man, K through eight, uh, uh, you know, like, uh, uh, we had roller skating was like the, the gym class for like two months or something like that. And we had this dude come in to teach us like all these rad things. And he had grind plates. This was like 93. He had <sighs> grind plates on his roller skates. So this is a, this is a, this is like a full Gen Z. Like, what do you think like, that guy's doing now? Hopefully grinding, man. <laughs> I hope so. What do I think he's doing? Uh, I don't know. He's probably, Ever since that you know, blockbuster closed, he probably doesn't have a job. I was going to say, he's like working at Enchanted Castle, you know? Damn it. <laughs> you know? Uh, your boot is too stiff for you. I know, but it's a like, flex. 
me personally? Is that a is that? No, it's just a stay. Everyone's on the boot thing. Uh, your boots are too stiff for you. Everyone should ski softer boots. I think we all know that at this point. Like I don't know. I don't agree with that. But I'm also six five and two hundred and forty pounds, so I need a stiff boot because otherwise I feel like I'm wearing a crock. Yeah, that's why I like soft boots. I yeah, I sure. ski. What's your flex like? Sixty five. Yeah. Do you take the tongues out? One thirty. Ah, but I, I will say that there is like this, like yeah, it's like same thing as like back in the day when, um, uh, you know, like reverse camber skis and like those big pow skis. Like when everybody, like every ski company was like making just like floppy U's. Right, you know, for skis, and it was like if you're not skiing on 120 underfoot every day, like you're not a real skier. So that's the same thing with like the boot flex thing. It's like, oh yeah, it's one. I got 140. I'm in like a plug boot, almost a boot. plug. Yeah, it like, is. Uh, I mean, it is true. Like everyone, I work ski retail for a long time, and I still dabble in it when I'm in town. And like people walk in, they're like, I need a 130, and I'm like, dude, you're five yeah. foot and 120 right. pounds. You're probably yeah. a great skier, probably a better skier than I am. Yeah. But like, you really need that. Weight is weight. And like, you. Yeah. And also rebound. You need a, you need good rebound in your boot. Like, you should be able to flex it. Yeah. That should, like, it should be a thing. I skied my touring yeah. boots all last year. Like, Same. I always do that at the resort. It was great because oh, yeah. I could actually crush them. And I was like, oh, this is what it's like to like yeah. get in the front of your boot. Well, I I just like skiing the touring boot because they're comfy. They're so. That's why I wore it. That's why. And like, I don't want to. I don't like. I like to ski all day. I just want to ski all day, and I don't want my feet to be the reason that I can't ski all day. So I wear, yeah, I wear AT boots. I mean, I've done that since like, yeah, friggin' 2010 or something. Because I'm super hardcore. Wow, what a trendsetter you are. (laughs) Yeah, totally. I was the first guy to wear plaid in Colorado ever. The unaffordability of touring gear is gatekeeping. I mean, the unaffordability of skiing. Skiing is, is, is can is be affordable. It, well, yeah. I mean, if if you're if you're in the know, if you're living in a ski town or like you're going to ski swaps and things like that, like it can be for sure. Getting into like I my cousin just moved to Colorado this year. She got a setup, um, an uphill setup for super affordable, but it's all, you know, it's all secondhand stuff. It was all stuff at a, um, uh, a ski swap. So there's a possibility of it. Yeah. But there's also like a, a absurd overpriced, like part of uphilling. I mean, there's, there's uphill boots that cost like, like $2,500. It's just, that's. Yeah. But that's for like a very, very, very small, Total market. Total. I don't know. I, I mean, think it's still absurd. I think it's gotten with all these like hybrid boots. Like it's gotten a lot better. A Ranger, yeah. a Shift. Yeah, yeah. The XT from Lang. Like those are all. You can ski that boot every day and still yeah. go touring and have a pretty the, pro, the Technica Pro Tour. I ski that boot every single day and I love it. I was in. Yeah, the Zero G Pro Tour. Yeah. That's what I was in yeah. last year every day. Yeah, they're the best. Yeah, they're they the suck best. now. Now I'm in the Ranger or Fisher Transalps. This episode is sponsored by Fisher Skis, yeah, totally. everybody. I'm still, I'm still, the tech, I'm still rocking the Technicas. Uh, <laughs> do you need any parts? But I, would say, I would say, like, uh, yeah, I mean, skiing is expensive. It doesn't have to be. There's ways to get it. Do you think it's it, gatekeeping, but... though? 
I guess I guess that's the question. Do you think because it's so expensive that that's a form of gatekeeping or like I don't know, electric cars are gatekeeping. Like cuz they're cuz I can't afford it, that's gatekeeping. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I this is like where you get into murky like territory where I'm like I don't I don't know. I don't think I think that like I'm a proponent of equity in the outdoors. And if we if there are programs set up to help people who otherwise could not get into skiing help them get into it easier because there's not such like a financial barrier i'm all for it so i will say that i don't know if touring which is like the specific kind of thing that people do probably years into their like ski experience is like the touring the the cost of it is like gatekeeping but probably sure make it cheaper Okay. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I'm so tired. Of, there's so many gatekeeping questions on here that I had to yeah. like gatekeep the gatekeeping questions. <laughs> but like everything's fucking yeah. gatekeeping. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't Me know. as like a, like a middle class, like, you know, cis white guy, I probably don't have much like, like, I should just shut up about it, really. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, but that's. I don't know. It is what it is. I always laugh because people are like, my buddies are like, oh, yeah, but you get those skis for free. I'm like, you make fucking 300 grand a year, dude. I make right. a dollar yeah. and they give yeah. me a ski. Like, I'll yeah. trade. Yeah. Same. <laughs> like, it's comparable. You can pay retail. Lindsey Vaughn is bad for skiing. Rich culture branding sucks. Statement. Why is Lindsay Vaughn banned for skiing? She's like the, she's, she's like the, she's the winningest American skier ever. I think that's really good for skiing. I think because she got successful and now she has nice things, people are mad. And I think she has a goggle company now. I wish I had like a producer. I could be like, hey, Jimmy, look that up. Yeah. I mean, sure. She's making, she's retired and she's going to try to make her money like any one of us would. But yeah. is it bad for skiing? No. Lindsey Vaughn is not bad for skiing. Lindsey Vaughn goggles. Lindsey Vaughn, like she's, you know, she made, how about this? She made Americans care about ski racing. I still don't care not, about it. If I'm being not honest. many people, not many people, you know, besides the Olympics, you know. Unique. Like care Th about it. That's the name you know? of the Y-N-I-Q. Yeah, she's not racing anymore. Let her make her money. Seven hundred dollars. She's she's terrible for this sport. She's get out. Well, she's she's not going after guys like you and me. She's going wish she after, was, huh? You know she's. <laughs> <laughs> this episode brought to you by the argument that Adam and his girlfriend are going to have after the show. Uh, she doesn't <laughs> listen. Not a fan. <laughs> Not a fan. Uh, I mean, yeah, she's going after you know the the veil skier, you know, like, and that's a part of that's a part of skiing too. It's probably always going to be a part of skiing. Lindsey Vaughn made Americans care about ski racing. You know, go for it. Yeah, she's great for skiing. She has a pro model and is seven hundred dollars. Yeah, which is which she can still be great for skiing and make a product that's absolutely ridiculous no she has to be poor if she wants to be good for skiing she can't yeah. be successful yeah you sold out it's like well she has a mortgage to pay 
I, this podcast is for sale, Spotify, if you're listening. Yeah, also, room for rent. Please, 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 please. People claiming to be new to the sport just because you grew up on groomers and are now in the backcountry. This is from a marketing executive from a big brand. I don't understand. I think it's saying like, okay, I skied for 20 years and now you're back. Now you're like getting into the backcountry. So you're okay. like claiming that you're new to the sport. And that. Is that a problem? Why is this a problem? Who cares? <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, sure. They're new to backcountry skiing. That's not, that's not a false statement. Is this a thing that people are upset about? Why does that bother you? I'm just telling you what the internet told me, dude. Are you upset, at, Adam? Are you upset about this? Like, <clears throat> I'm not. Uh, if, no, like, the if only time he's groomers like in the Midwest and then you know for 20 years and then moves out to Utah and is like, yeah, this is the first year uh, that I've ever gone backcountry skiing. I actually that prefer that yeah. uh, when they say they're new to it and they like again dabbling in retail a little bit still. They'll be like, I'm a 50 day a year skier but i have never gone uphill in my life and i'm like okay that's yeah. that's a good basis that's awesome for you to have that's like say like i don't yeah. know it's like saying i've driven a car forever and now i'm driving semis like it's a different thing i think yeah like kind of saying why is it bad to be like waving the flag like yeah i'm new to this i think that's great and if i was a shop guy i would love that i mean i guess i could see the 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 coin of like the entry to or the barrier to entry like back to like the gatekeeping thing uh-huh. and it's like well you're not new to this in that aspect like you are very aware that skiing is expensive and like there is no the barrier to entry sucks and like right yeah i just i guess i just don't understand like why that's a bad thing like nobody's losing anything when like you know joe schmo says i'm new to backcountry skiing i don't know that's odd yeah that's an odd question it's more, yeah, human. it's a marketing human. We'll talk about them later off the air. <laughs> Most ski shop kids suck at skiing. Yeah, I suck at skiing. That's fine. Who cares? They like we it. We all suck at skiing. Whatever. They're advocates. Who's yeah. good at skiing? Like four people? Yeah, I don't know. You probably take yourself too seriously. More more people should admit that they suck and they'd have more fun. Yeah, it's being actually... Bad at, being bad at skiing is the new cool thing. And it's like... You probably get this because you're you're an on air guy. People think you're good at things because you talk. They like I talk yeah. about riding bikes every day, and yeah. I talk about skiing all the time. Yeah. And then they meet me and they're like, "Dude, let's go rip this!" And it's like, "Oh, I suck, yeah. dude." But I want to be known as the okayest skier on any mountain. There is not a <laughs> cliff, yeah, inbounds that I can't ski around. <laughs> like I. I yeah. If you can see it, you don't have to ski it. I will side slip the shit out of everything. I know? did talk I a big. Good. I was interviewing uh, um, uh, uh, Lindsay Dyer once, and she was like, "Yeah, like you know, like when it's early season and you're like standing on top of a fifty footer, and you're just like, you got this, you've done this before, like you could totally land this." And I was like, "No, no, I don't know what the hell that feels like. I'm not jumping off of a fifty footer. What are you crazy?" That's my favorite when they say that. Like when, yeah, like, no, you're a professional skier. Conrad just did that to me. Skiers. Yeah. You're like, no. Conrad Anchor, this is a flex because I still can't believe he got in the same hypothetical internet room with me and talked on a microphone. (laughs) But he was like, you, like, you ski, you, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, 
I have no fucking clue what you're no, saying. We're not, like, we're not the same. We are not the same. Not the same. You are I'm 60 sk- and will break me. <laughs> and I'm I'm skiing so I can get like, you know, guilt-free chicken tendies for yeah. lunch and a like, bucket of ranch, you know. And and so I can do like my, you know, one spread eagle that I think I might have like, you know, snapped my hamstring in half or something. Now, whatever. Like I don't care if the shop kids are good or bad. Honestly, if they're like, yeah, I'm the best skier on this mountain, I'm like, I don't want to talk to you. But also, like, they're – it's like a coach. Like, a co- like Michael Jordan's coach can't do what Michael Jordan can do, but he can, like, guide him in the correct direction. Like, that is the ski yeah. kid's job. Yeah. yeah. Like, they're experts yeah. at selling and yeah. knowing the product. Yeah. Sure. So basically, we're just shitting on every question here. So good job, this everybody. This is great. I love this. This is Thanks, great. Internet. Uh, we're crushing. We are crushing. Uh, Ski Tech hasn't had a major breakthrough in 15 years. I disagree with that. Yeah, that, that can't be real. I disagree with that. Like, even yeah. like the shift or the Duke PT, if you love them yeah. or hate them, that is a major yeah. step for a 10 day a year skier like they can now go uphill and downhill safely on yeah. the same binding that is same, huge same innovation with boots and same with boots and with skis you know I mean, look at the look at the hustle yeah the blizzard came out with dude that ski is amazing yeah but you they missed by not calling it the hustler <laughs> i guarantee you there was months of meetings just over that here's you know, our rustler call it that here's our hustler but just because of the connotations of that magazine i they there's no way they could do that i didn't even relate that yeah you did you perv sicko you sicko dang i i literally never made that connection are you i'm fucking dumb no (laughs) (laughs) i was like this is such a missed opportunity but apparently not yeah. One of their yeah. reps is handing out ours in the in the really in the blizzard okay. font. That's well, that's kind of cool. At the tech at the tech uh, just a I vinyl like slap like it on it. there. I like it. I like it. Yeah, skis have gotten better. And how much is yeah. Blizzard paying you to be on this podcast right now? Because not enough. <laughs> <laughs> he knew hey now is listening right now. Yeah. Uh 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 I don't want to do that one yet. Oh, I like this okay. one. I am a big okay. fan of this one. Okay. Uh-oh. The phrase, you can't go wrong with either, is legitimate. Yeah. What, like, what, for, like, if. That's if it. That's all like, the context I have. But I like yeah. that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Pizza, chicken tendies. Chicken tendies. Either way, you're going to be happy. You know, you'll be sad later, but you'll be happy now. Yeah, totally. Well, about that momentary in the in the in the moment gratification, immediate gratification. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's true for a lot of skis, a lot of resorts like. Sure. I like that. Yeah. Ski porn is dead. Personal edits are in. Are okay. they're the same thing. (laughs) Come on. I'm assuming. What are they? What is that? Like, how how is ski porn and like? Uh, uh, I am assuming. Same thing. And someone else wrote movie movie premieres don't have to be premieres. So maybe it's saying that like in the new age where you used to like 
fight to film with TGR and MSP mm -hmm. and Salman yeah. and uh, whoever else is creating videos at this moment. Now yeah. you can like you and your buddy who happens to be a great filmer can go make right. a five minute edit and survive off that. Also, th what you're looking at is like a, a lunar eclipse right now. I know now. you have like a you have like a sun dog on your video right now. It's beautiful. I'm sorry. Uh, I I will say no. I was just like it's more. It just makes you seem more angelic. Um, I I mean I sure like right like any anybody with an iPhone can make a ski edit or a podcast for now. You know, like it's true, and that that kind of like velvet rope around creativity uh, and like who was allowed uh to to do that in terms of to really any kind of art and let's talk right now specifically about like yeah ski films like that's awesome that's great that's that's a, but there's still i mean there's still like a cachet to to filming with you know any of the big production companies for sure like i think and i think that's cool too and i think like movie premieres are awesome you know, going going to uh, like there's such great energy and hype about the season, like when those fall tours start happening or early winter tours start happening. It's awesome. You're in a room full of people. Somebody makes some sweet turn. Powder explodes on, you know, the silver screen in front of you. That's, you know, 20 feet tall or something. And the whole room explodes. That's awesome. Like and, and that's something where, you know, like unless you got some like hookup from your local like town theater and you're able to show your your edit there like that's something that's like probably not going to happen and that's that's a cool thing that's a community builder thing right there that's what i think so it's all good do I don't you think, think they will continue to exist you think in five years we'll have major movie premieres yeah i do okay i i do because they're still making a lot of money with that <laughs> so like there's you know it's that's not going away well that leads me to my next question ski bums versus ski content creators but i want to make that more like pro skiers versus ski content creators because they're both getting paid arguably okay i guess that what is i think a what, pro skier means you're yeah i think a pro skier i guess my question is is it and i have a follow-up note here but how do you feel about because i feel dirty sometimes like i get paid by the ski industry yeah and I suck yeah. at skiing and I'm like, wow, this oh, budget yeah. could go to someone who's good at skiing. Does that question make some sort of sense? I, no, I guess really. you could I'm be a poser way. on TikTok and Instagram and just be a really good content creator and get all this and get paid. Yeah. But like, you're not a good skier. Is that good or bad? Are you a pro skier? Are you not a pro skier? I don't, I don't. Or does it matter? I don't think it really matters. I mean, I think like, yeah, somebody who's like, uh, I don't know, the whole like, Again, this is just like a cool, it's like, oh, like I want to be the cool kid. And it's like, whatever. If you feel like you want to call yourself a pro skier, like, and you're on TikTok making funny videos, sure. I, that's no, like, you know, that doesn't like ruffle my feathers at all. If you're, if you feel like you're a pro skier only when you hit some certain like level and it's a way of like excluding people or something, I don't know. I think the whole like, the only way to be cool in the industry is like, if you're a pro is like, kind of whack to begin with you know and i don't like if if i don't know it doesn't really matter to me really you know yeah like, does that make sense i don't know i mean it's I, a like, hard one i struggle with it i really do because are they I'm, asking like which is better like like a pro skier or somebody who is on social media making funny videos 
or somebody who's like the you know quote unquote true ski bum like which one is better i don't know i don't know if they're asking anything i think they're just making a statement on like yeah classic internet yeah and i don't i don't know the I, i don't know i don't know like there are people that create content and that jonathan buckhouse i've said him a lot he's been on the show he's a youtuber He's a full-time YouTuber full. Like he provides his wife and his two kids a good life. And all of the YouTube content is snowboarding. Wow. He's not, he's not a pro snowboarder. Like, okay. Yeah. But yeah, he calls himself a pro snowboarder and it bothers people. I'm not, I I guess I shouldn't say he's not a pro snowboarder. He's not competing. He's not Sean white, right? Like he's not, doing yeah. half pipe competitions. He's a good snowboarder. Yeah. But he's not the sickest, the dopest, but like he Right. But he, does that really matter? Well, that's like I think maybe that's the question is like I don't know, is he a pro snowboarder? Who cares if he's a pro snowboarder? He calls himself I, yeah, a pro I snowboarder. Don't care. <laughs> Without that, snowboarding, yeah. He wouldn't get paid like right. cuz his content is snowboarding. He's like I went mountain biking for a summer and was like I'm going to turn this like do both. He's like Oh, I just love interrupting episodes, but I'm going to interrupt you with some, with some stuff and, you know, we're going to talk about it for a second, maybe two minutes, but it's our lovely sponsors. My first sponsor mid cut here. So actually my third sponsor rumple. If you guys didn't hit that sale, you screwed up rumple.com. They just did 25% off the entire store. You cannot miss on these blankets. I literally have one over my lap right now while I'm sitting in the van doing these ad reads a little late. They're so good. They have amazing prints. They, they're they building like a crazy team of ambassadors and influencers and athletes. Uh, I really like the river strike on the puffy blanket. It's like this fish scale. You can't go wrong. They have indoor blankets, everywhere blankets. I'm telling you to get an everywhere blanket because you can use this thing indoor. Get a nano loft flame or travel or a puffy. It packs down really small. You can literally put it in your in your Deuter bag and travel with it to the top and have a cocktail. Check out rumple.com. You cannot miss on this stuff. It is so good. And my fourth sponsor this week, the lovely Mammut. And I want to talk to you about Avalanche Safety, Avalanche Equipment. Go to mammut.com. Click Equipment. Head over to Avalanche Equipment. Get yourself a Berryvox package. They have light, midweight, pro light. Comes with a Berryvox beacon a shovel, and a probe. These are all things that you need and should have. And you should also start thinking about getting yourself an Avi bag. Uh, those are going to go hand in hand. We're just trying to keep it safe and go come home at the end of the day. Uh, and my other thing is learn how to use these things. You can't just get a BerryVox, turn it on, and think you know how to use it. So go to Mammut.com, get yourself a BerryVox, sign up for a class. It's, it's really easy. And here's the thing. We have a 25% off code for for mammut so if you use out of bounds 25 you will not get 25 percent off a beacon shovel and probe anywhere else mammut.com use code out of bounds 25 back to the episode just plummeted no one gave a shit about this if this was a conversation that was happening at opre uh like over nachos with some people who were like that guy's a pro snowboarder no he's not no he's not i would leave the table it doesn't i don't care are you exiting this group right now no i'm not exiting you know yeah i would take the nachos and i would leave because it just doesn't matter again this is like some like like 
are you cool or are you not cool thing and i just have no desire to be in a conversation like that if that guy wants to tell like say he's a pro snowboarder that's cool if somebody wants to say like this is the only way you can be a pro snowboarder is like x y and z it's like well does that really matter like why is that so important to you it doesn't it just doesn't matter to me you know acceptable right totally like, acceptable answer i'd rather it's like is is he fun to hang out with does that guy suck <laughs> yeah. i don't care if that guy's pro that guy sucks i yeah exactly it's like i don't care like i don't like this is like a way you know like a measuring stick of like who i want to like talk about or write about like in in my work right like i don't care if you're a pro you know like but if you're a good human who's doing something awesome i want to talk to you it doesn't matter if you wash dishes for a living or if you're you know the star of the 50 project or something you know like i'm into the 100 project are you familiar with the 100 project? What is the 100 project? Do you know Alex Kaufman? He would be your best friend if you know him. I don't think so. Should I know Alex? Yes, you okay. should know him. Uh okay. longtime industry vet, used to do marketing at Sunday River maybe and then worked for okay. Ski the East for a long time back in like okay. Now he's a real estate mogul. Who whatever, <laughs> who knows. He skis <laughs> on these fucking Marquette backcountry skis. They're yeah. they're plastic. They have scales. You run a telemark binding, but you don't make oh, a telemark I, turn. I saw, I saw you the videos that you guys did with this, yeah. this guy. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, so that guy seems awesome. He's the best. He's the greatest thing in the ski industry that exists. He used to have yeah, the podcast seems, called The Wintry Mix. He seems like super smiley and just endlessly excited about skiing. Well, he's been trolling Cody, and they like know each other like internet. Yeah. But so Cody's doing the fifty project. Yeah, Alex is doing the hundred project, which is a hundred. K of vertical gain, human powered, all on those yeah. stupid fucking skis. <laughs> and he has yeah. like a whole Excel sheet. And That's he, awesome. Side note, he also owns every Vale resort followed by is epic. It's like if you go to like okimoisepic.com, it literally forwards you to the out of. Uh, out of collective page because that's what Alex Kaufman does. <laughs> he's a psychopath. So we love him, uh, but he's been trolling Cody with the hundred project. So it's my yeah. favorite thing happening. Yeah, Cody should be trolled. It's great. Large pass great. hate. Large pass hate is gatekeeping. Everything's gatekeeping. Large I pass. Know. This, I, I, here's the thing is like now, like the, the, like the whole, like, um, like activist vocabulary, the woke vocabulary of like gatekeeping is like, it gets so watered down that it's like actually counterproductive to like use the word because it's like, doesn't mean anything anymore is large gatekeeping pat like, or large pass. What is it? What was the question? Large Just passes? big passes. What? Like Epic and icon. Yeah. No. I think it's the opposite of gatekeeping, isn't it? Because it's making it more affordable. No, it was large pass hate. Oh, large pass hate. So now, because I think it is true. Like, I'm like, on the internet, I'm like, fuck Epic and Icon is stupid. Mon Collective sucks. And then I'm like. But you're an Icon pass. Bought my Icon pass today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, perfect. You know, I, I, I think that, like, you know, like. Are are the like large, uh, you know, uh, past collectives, you know, lowering prices and making it more affordable? Yes. Are some of those companies doing really shitty things too at the same time? Yes. They're both true, right? I and love, some of those I love them all. Are doing really I wouldn't be able things. to ski half the resorts. Yeah. That I, I skied last year because again, if I didn't have it. Baseline, my deal is like. Is this helping uh, 
is this helping get more people out on snow? Right. I like that. Is it? It is. I think so. That's a good yeah, thing. Yeah, 100%. That's a good, that's a good thing. I'll just this, this is what I, I paraphrase this one. Okay. This is kind of a hot take, but it's also bullshit. I think we talked about it before we were even on the air, but I got a lot of DMs about girls just being hot and not good at skiing who are like oh, influenced, but fuck. like, fuck off. Fuck. I don't know. Like, fuck off. There's plenty just, of fucking ugly girls who are really great at skiing. There's plenty of hot girls who are good at skiing. There's plenty of hot dudes again, that are good at skiing. This is just like, some like douchebag, like straight dude being a douchebag, and I'm not even gonna. Yeah, I'm just question. trying to go through. You're all. an ass. You're yeah. an asshole. I just like but, like only no. You you have to be like like I can't find you physically attractive, uh, you know, and think that you're good at sports or something. Whatever, go fuck yourself. Yeah, you piece of shit. Like straight white dude. Asshole, yeah. <laughs> you know, this is, this is just like it's, some asshole being an asshole and wanting to be like, no, this is reverse sexism or what, whatever. That doesn't exist. You're a dick. Um, well, that's my hot take. No that I, question. Yeah, you're I, a dick. I mean, this kind of leads into it. One female on a team is not enough. I think we all agree with that. I'm always yeah. baffled that like women are the most marketable products on the fucking planet. Like. And they're more fun to ski with than a bunch of fucking dudes. Let's like, just call it what it is. But like, <laughs> if Michelle Parker is like, "Hey, buy this," I'm like, "All right, I'll buy that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hell yeah. Like, why? She's also a great human, and she loves cookies. Those cookies that are at the base of Tahoe or wherever it is, like that place, whatever with that place. Wildflower. I think it's called yeah. Wildflower. Yeah. Yeah. Here's my hot take: those cookies aren't that fucking good. They're good, but like they're expensive. I have to wait in line. <laughs> Dude, this is There's like a bunch of dogs right out front that just literally, as soon as you put your skis down, they just piss on it. That's like awesome. the thing there. That's great. That's great. That's how you know you're a local. Those skis aren't, or those skis, those, those cookies aren't that good. And if you go to Beaver Creek, they just hand you warm ones. You don't have to pay for them or go anywhere. <laughs> Oh, you're definitely paying for them. Everything at Beaver Creek costs a billion dollars. I've only been there once, and it was when I had a like a real job, and they yeah. I didn't pay for it. Yeah, they're evil. what they're a evil. what a thing. Yeah, but so they, answer to answer the question, yes, one one woman on a ski team is is not enough. How do you feel about all? This is my question about all these female only ski flicks. Well, I think they're awesome. I think they're great. You're good answer. They're, what do you feel off the record? No, <laughs> they're 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 great. I mean, it's like it's like uh, Nexus or yeah, amazing. Any, yeah, Nexus, awesome. My only the, hope. The approach two, awesome. What's next? Like, the approach three. I hope so. Yeah, you know. My or only like, or like anything that like you know Jess Kimura is is producing, like the Uninvited. I hope the Uninvited has more sequels than fucking rocky i hope everyone gets invited it's awesome it's awesome like any any like film that is being produced uh by and for and featuring um you know people who are excluded is a good thing and anybody who's like that's reverse sexism or that's blah 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 whatever it is are a bunch of people in the majority who feel like for whatever reason rights are like chocolate cake and there's only so much to go around and that's just not true and i'm sorry like normal like you know uh or, or like friggin people who have like constantly been catered to you know 
like that if you feel threatened by that why that's my question like if you're just some straight dude who is threatened by like a bunch of females on film why is my question to you yeah my only you're you're some normal regular guy who doesn't have to deal with any bullshit in their day and like a film featuring a bunch of women makes you upset i'd say that you need to go to therapy well we all need therapy yes very true i honestly i was on i was on the phone with my therapist before we got on here oh i'm sorry i got to call him again or her (laughs) her my only rebuttal it's not really a rebuttal by any means i hate that we have to have that like i get that it exists and like but like why can't we just have a world where there's like Maybe one year there's six chicks and four dudes, yeah. and like because because we do. Right? Because, no, I know. Right? You know and what like, I mean? Because it sucks that we have to, but we do. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, you know. But I I wish that we wouldn't. I wish that it was everybody felt welcome. But here's the thing: not everybody feels welcome. And if somebody wants to like go create their own space, and like that makes them feel good and a part of and they also feel like they are showing other people like them that they too can do this thing and they don't have to feel excluded why is that a bad thing it's like oh i think it's amazing like the jocks in high school getting upset that like the theater kids are like sitting at their own table so they need to go over there and like you know flip over their like lunch tray because they're just a bunch of insecure dicks to begin with so go be an insecure dick somewhere else you insecure dick God, that's a pull quote. Yeah, we'll pull that. I, I'll forget about it. This will come out in like three months, and I'll be like, "Oh shit, he said something good there." I wish there was a thing on my recorder that I could be like, "That's good," like a highlight, you know? You can mark it. I don't think I can. Oh, okay. You gotta get some different shit, man. Oh, says the guy who doesn't have this. <laughs> I got all I got is my my face trumpet. Yeah, fucking lame. That doesn't sound as cool, for sure. Big ski industry doesn't do enough for climate change. I mean, probably true. Yeah, they're a business. Like they gotta make money and like do more. Because guess what? Climate change is still happening. So yeah, yeah, it's seventy and it's November. Ski area marketers push more lies than your average politician. (laughs) I mean. Do they push lies? Sure. Everybody over-reports how much snowfall they they have. Let's go. It, it, it's now 400 inches. But, like, I mean, it's Wednesday after election night in America. I don't think I can agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> we cannot get political. I, like, I put, I just fired off a bunch of political tweets before I got on this. Perfect. Um, so I'm hoping that my Twitter's blowing up right now. My new favorite thing, eh, it's doing okay. My new favorite thing is like my favorite old truck guy from high school complaining about his big truck and gas prices. Meanwhile, he's spending like $15 for his eight ounce truly at the sports game. I'm like, dude, you can't, like, these are fossils that would like somehow power your stupid car, dragging your giant stupid yeah. flags that yeah. are obsolete that you still believe yeah. in for some reason because you yeah. were born middle class piece of shit. Like, <laughs> oh like you just paid $15 for your truly. Oh, there yeah. I am. And like, 
it's yeah. not that. Uh, so that's my political rant. That's it. Yeah. You can't be I mean, mad that gas is $7 if Trulies are 9 Yeah. I mean, and I just also feel bad for you that you're drinking a Truly. Well, right. But thank God I, I always zero calories. Like joke around about, like, thank God like I got sober before, like, hard seltzer was a thing. <laughs> I just, like... I Although mean, my last beer was a Bud Light Lime, so I guess I don't really have room to talk. You almost have to like break edge to like have a better beer. This is not a funny story, but it's a great story. Okay. This is a side note, kind of on the same scale. Yeah. We had a boot fitter at our ski shop. He was there for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just recently passed away. His name was Tim. Phenomenal human. He passed away of cancer, but he was 28 years sober. I think it was 28 wow. years sober wow awesome. like card carrying member the whole thing yeah. and the owner of the ski shop sean mm-hmm. when tim was like basically on his deathbed was like do you want a beer you want a cigarette <laughs> like do you want like and tim was like no i did all yeah. those things <laughs> like but sean yeah. was telling us a story last night that he was like <laughs> he's like i offered him a beer before he went down and i was like what did he say? He's like, no. I was like, good for Tim. Like, That's awesome. Hold That's true. Awesome. But like, it is an I, I interesting. Be like Tim. It is. Oh, I want to, I hope I'm anything like Tim. But it was That's like, awesome. of course you offered him a fucking beer. Like, honest. Like, <laughs> it's Tim's, he would, awesome. he'd be laughing about it. But it was like, oh, God. Uh, what else do we have? We're getting towards the end. So I'm not keep you too much longer. We need more terrain lift access due to influx of skiers. I don't know. There's a lot of small resorts you don't support, so go support them. You got a take on that? About supporting smaller resorts? No, that we need more lift access terrain. I think there's plenty of lift access terrain. Yeah, I don't know. More hike tubes, how about? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, there's places that are empty. That yeah. you don't I go don't to. Just don't go to the, just don't all go to Vale on Christmas week. Like, how yeah. about that? Like, go yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. I'll, I'll support that. <laughs> Under 35K starting salary in a ski town is insulting. I don't know. You took the job. <laughs> yeah, it's not like it was, yeah. I mean, it, as advertised, right? Yeah. Like that, that you took the job. Airbnb has effectively killed mountain towns and ski bum culture. uh, It's trying to. I I refuse to believe that mountain towns are dead and that ski bum culture is dead. I don't think ski bum culture will ever die. It just changes and gets different. I do think that, yeah, I mean, I think there needs to be more regulation on Airbnbs in ski town. It's happening in the valley I live in. Um, But ski bum ski bump culture is is just going to change and get different it's not going to ever die i refuse to believe that i don't want to live in a world where that happens the ski industry will be dead in a decade if it doesn't become more affordable Hmm. i think skiing is affordable like you get a fucking season pass to palisades for eight hundred dollars and also like 400 other resorts in North yeah, America. I mean, I think it's, I think there's a movement to make it more affordable. So I don't agree with that statement because I think there's a movement to make it more affordable right now. And I think it's only going to continue. I hope it only continues. 
So. I just wonder, like, I'm too poor to know, but like, are people in wake surf culture like the barrier to entry is insane? Like, you need a three hundred thousand dollar boat that you can right. like fake surf right. behind, right? And like a hundred thousand dollar Tahoe to tow it, <laughs> and then gas just yeah. to like do something that you can do for like free at an ocean, right? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. That's a that's a, that's a really good question. I mean, I, I'm not a, a wake skater either, uh, so I can't answer that. But I I guess, I mean, I think right. Like there's there's affordable ways to get into skiing right now. Those can be more affordable, which I agree with, and I think that people are always looking to get more. I mean, companies resorts are always trying to get more skiers period and so you know i don't think that the industry is just going to be like man let's keep raising the prices let's not have more let's not have more clients i just i don't think i also just think people and i guess you don't know what you don't know but like you just walk up to the gate at val the ticket window and we'll just say val because everyone hates val whatever it's like 200 bucks. But yeah, like, I mean, yeah, that's absurd. <laughs> right. I think it's I think it's like $280. But there's like what's right near Vale, like Ski Cooper. Like it's not copper, it's yeah. Cooper, which is just my favorite thing anyway. Cuz like why are they the same? <laughs> but like that's probably like 70 bucks. I'm just yeah. speculating. But or Eldo or Loveland or Abay, like there's yeah, there's other there's Dang, other Listen to all your to hip slang. Mm. Say, am I cool? Am I hey, bae. I'm, I'm, I'm like a cool guy. Eldo. Like, hey, Eldo, bro. Um, but yeah, there's, there's other places. There's other places to go for sure. Yeah. Like if you keep going, I, I don't know. I just don't understand it. It's like going yeah. to like, I don't know. What's a fancy car? Give me a fancy car. It's like going to like a Bugatti dealer and be like, these yeah. are, this is insane. It's like, yeah. well, no, buy a temple. Get a Celica. Yeah. Like. <laughs> There, there are tears to this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, and honestly, like, A Bay, Eldo, Loveland, those places are kick ass. Copper. Yeah, those everyone go there. Don't go. They're there. great. Don't they really there. are. They're great. Uh, ski industry marketing doesn't work. Ninety-five percent of brands are taking ten percent of the participants. Hang on, there's one more to this. Ski sales are heavily related to snowfall. That was a lot. <laughs> That's from a pro skier, everybody. Uh, this is not telling sales, anybody. Ski sales are related to snowfall? Yeah, I think he explained what he meant, but I didn't read it because that was too okay. long. Sorry, Kyle. Yeah. Um, ski industry marketing doesn't work. I think it's kind of saying like, you could throw all the money you want at it, but if we don't get snow, then like we're not going to have a huge uptick in sales or like skiing crushed because the world ended and the only thing we could do for two years was ski for some reason. Like you couldn't do anything, but you could go skiing and ride your bike. And somehow it was the most unhealthy we've ever been. Um, <laughs> and then 90 for 95% of brands are taking 10% of participants. 
I don't know if I know even what that means. I don't know what that means. I'm a liberal arts major, uh, so I have a hard time with math. Um, I mean, I think, yeah, uh, I think ski marketing does work. I also think snowfall affects the entire industry. So yes and no. <laughs> All right. Is that, is that okay? Yeah. I mean, there's no wrong answers yeah. here. Yeah. I don't know if I'm like smart enough to answer some of these questions. Oh, really I'm not qualified to have a podcast, so yeah, it's fine. Yeah, we're just a couple dudes. This will be. This is either going to crush as an episode, or it's going to bomb as an episode. So it's going to bomb. Yeah, we'll see. It's I'm not I, very interesting, and we talked about Crocs. So I think people care what you do. have to say for some odd reason. It could be the mustache. <laughs> it's probably yeah. It's yeah. I feel like if you like didn't it. have a mustache, I'd walk right by you. Oh, for sure. I'm just that guy. I've never I'm met that fucking guy in my guy. life. I'm just a loud, tall guy. Diversity and equality is mostly lip service. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you can like, you know, let's go to 2020. How many how many companies announced throughout the outdoor industry? How many companies announced like that they had, uh, you know, DEI initiatives? going on i would love to hear them now and how they're going and who you've hired and how that hiring process is going that that could be a great podcast or article that takes research that's you yeah you can have that one oh i wasn't suggesting you at all (laughs) i'll do it it'll just be real shit no but it's just like you know i would love to hear who has done it and 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 you know i would be scared to find out or frustrated probably to find out like who who just did the real lip service to it. And my assumption is that, yeah, there's been a ton of lip service for sure. It's easy to put up an Instagram tile. I like calling them tiles. (laughs) Uh, One food you can't live without. This is not a take pizza. Pizza. Yeah. I would say hot dogs. It's in, it's in my buddy, Brendan, my buddy, Brendan Leonard made this family crest for, my wife and I. Dang. And it's got skis and pizza on it. What else is <laughs> in there? A dog uh, fry? Says, it says uh, O'Connell, C&P, Carly and Patty, and uh, a great uh, uh, phrase about the Irish that I've told to him many times, which is, uh, what what I lack in humor, I make up for in repetition. <laughs> Love that. So, Love that so for C&P you. and pizza, and that is our family crest. <laughs> I'm sure so, your yeah, wife pizza. loves that. Pizza. That's sure. your Crocs. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Your wife's like, oh, great. This is great yeah, for me. Totally. This is what yeah. I dreamed of on my wedding again? day. You're going to say that joke again? Awesome. I only have a couple left here. Okay. Skiing doesn't need elite athletes. It needs good representatives who give back. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that wholeheartedly. And I, I think, think it's shifting. I think that's, great. I think that's yeah. changing. Yeah. I think that I don't goes. Care if you can make a good turn. You know, you yeah, and I need cool relatable I content. Watch like on a on a video and and scream like awesome. But I'm much more uh, captivated and enthralled and connected to people who give a shit and um, are helpful and are just good humans. You know, like I like if you're a butthole and you can make a good turn, I really don't give a shit about you. And I think the industry's reflected that. I think yeah, it's. I think so. I think it's like. I mean. We'll say Cody. Like Cody can obviously make a great turn, but like the yeah. fifty project isn't good skiing. It's like him being a human, and like you can relate to him, which makes you like yeah. him even more. 
which might even help sell skis at some point. Like, and like, look what he's done, like, you know, with his mentorship, you know, right. Look at, look at who he's brought up, like with him, Connor Ryan. Yeah. That dude is one of the greatest humans in the ski industry. And, and, and the team that he works with at natives outdoors and how Cody is like, you know, done the mentorship, like with them and how they've worked together. Like, that's awesome. Cody, that's badass. And he's a good human and he's hilarious. Connor is probably, I would say, if not right now, will grow into being one of the most influential skiers of all time. That's the hot take we were looking for right there. I mean, and is that because he's got like the greatest turn ever? I love watching him ski. But he's got one of the best hearts, one of the best messages. And, you know, he is making the industry better. And we need more people like Connor Ryan. Boom. I don't have a good. I need a horn on here. Yeah. Back to Uh gate. No, it's back to gatekeeping. I'm going to wait on that one. Fire all ski patrollers and let people ski at their own risk. This guy was like adamant. Like he was like, bring it up on the show. Bring it up. This is, I want to ski free and go. And I'm like, yeah, well, you can go in the back. Yeah. But go in the back country. Like you can. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You can go in the back country. And I would say that, yeah, like, no, I mean, I'm a, I'm a former ski patroller and, uh, you know, it's, it's a, it's a lot of times a very thankless job. It's a super difficult and dangerous job. Uh, and you just can't, no, you can't have people skiing like Looney. T- I mean, the general skiing population doesn't know how to backcountry ski. So no, you can't have that. Also like and this whole idea that like, Oh, like ski patrollers just keep it for themselves. And da, da, da. It's like, you know, that's always coming from somebody who has never worked at a resort and has no idea what it takes from, mountain ops to lift ops to uh ski patrol to every person food and beverage every person it takes to open a resort on time and close it down every day and then do it all again the next day that usually these like hot takes about that are coming from somebody who has never worked for a resort (laughs) and doesn't understand what it actually takes to open it so no you're wrong this is a terrible idea (laughs) Also, like if like I'm a I can get down the hill, but like if I blow my ACL to pieces, I want help getting down. Yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) What a terrible idea. That's a terrible idea. My favorite thing about that take is like they were pumped to send it to me multiple times and like, (laughs) please comment on this and bring it up. Yeah, it's terrible. Idea. They're gonna DM me and be like, "This is why," and I'll get you yeah. the rebuttal. But sure, I, totally. But it's a terrible idea. Is Telemark dead? And are Telemark skiers killing it? Killing what? Killing the telemarking? sport? Like, like, like killing it? Meaning like killing uh, the sport? They are um, no, they're not killing it. We know that. Like, <laughs> are they tele- their own problem? Uh, it, okay. First question: Is Telemark dead? I will be the first to say absolutely not because I wrote a tongue in cheek article about telemarking that was taken seriously. And every telemark skier who's ever been a telemark skier found me on the internet. Wow. How was all (laughs) 20 of those DMS? (laughs) I mean, it was intense. They were going after, they were saying like very awful things about my mother 
in my I hope for that. Life. Oh, it was ridiculous. It was and it was just like, wow, this is you guys take skiing like really seriously. Uh are they their own biggest problem? I don't know. I can I plead the fifth? I don't want to stoke the, these humans. I think they're killing their own sport. And I said this already on another podcast and still didn't get canceled. But like okay. they're like pissed that Scarpa doesn't have a new boot for them. Mm. But they're in a boot that Scarpa made literally 30 years ago. Yeah. And they're like, I yeah. can't believe they haven't made us new boot. And it's like, you didn't buy the last one. Right. So right. why would they continue to make a, a... That's a good point. I mean, most, yeah, most of the, like, uh, tele genuflectors that I know, um, yeah, they're, they're rocking gear that they've had for, like, many, 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 many. Right. Many, but many, then many, their many, rebuttal yeah. is like, I'm not going to just upgrade to the newest of new because it's yeah. new. The newest of new yeah. is minimum 12 years old. <laughs> Has there been a big, like, tech? NTN was the big. Uh, okay. So you went leather and lace, like leather boots on a 75 right. duck yeah. bill, to mm -hmm. plastic right. with a duck bill, 75 yeah. mil. And then you went yeah. to NTN, which is a new telly norm, which I believe is 15 years old, but we'll just yeah. say 12. And oh, is that the, that's the thing where it's like it's as close to an alpine binding without being an alpine yeah. binding. Yeah. But like, like you click into it, the whole like like thing. Yeah, you can yeah. step into them. But like yeah, yeah. that and NTN stands for new telemark norm. Yeah. And like and that was 15 years ago. That was 15 that's years ago. Because like the last time I was at uh, Silver Team, my buddy John showed me like his NTN. He was like, yeah, I just upgraded to this. And I had no idea, but that's hilarious that he just upgraded to something exactly. that's like 15 years old. Like they're like, I'm not just going to go to the newest yeah. of new. And I'm like, the newest of yeah. new is literally a 2010 yeah. Ford Fusion. Like it's not. I mean, I think we're at probably like there's always going to be people like, you know, telemarking probably, you know, because they like making skiing harder for themselves or something. I don't know. You know, I just think <laughs> I, think it's the, like, I don't, I don't think the brands can exist. Like the only I, way that yeah. that twenty two designs is going to exist, which is like a the one of two major, we can say one of three like, major like binding telly manufacturers. Specific telly only. They make bindings, yeah. but like, is if yeah. they stop supporting seventy five mil bindings, mm -hmm. and only do NTN, which will then force everybody eventually, yeah, to shift, but they can't afford to, and I'm speculating, yeah. to cut off 75 mil because those people are just buying repair parts. Yeah. And I guess, I don't know, like as, um, like, it, like if you're going to start a company, like a ski company, it seems, um, it seems like hard to like only cater to like a, a, a like a, a niche within the niche <laughs> of skiing. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like why not offer everything? And maybe that's something that'll happen. Like th th these, like, you know, companies will get bought out by, you know, larger companies and to close them and I mean, not to close them, but like to like bring them in. I don't there's know. no I don't think there's any value in it because they're yeah. not consumers. And I like I genuinely stand by this. Like telemark yeah. gears are not consumers. And right. that is why like K2 they're used to make new stuff every three years. They're buying they're buying 15 year old stuff every 20 years <laughs> used. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. K2 used to make a telemark ski. Yeah. Like for telemark skiing yeah. if telemark skiers bought those skis 
right. K2 would Very still good. make a telemark ski. What did I say? The proof is in the pudding. That's the pudding, right? That is the pudding. <laughs> this is my favorite. This was actually the last question I got from a friend. Uh-huh. Um, I was like, hey, I'm interviewing Patty. I have a, like, if you got any hot takes, blah, 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 blah. And it is a oh, gatekeeping boy. question, which sucks because okay. we've talked about it so much. Yeah. But he said, gatekeeping is good for the environment and our sport. If you don't ski, don't start. <laughs> I was like, I fucking love that. And he said he stole it from a yeah. surfer. And yeah. he was like new and he was like at the beach. And the surfer was just like, you know, like if you don't surf, don't start, dude. Like yeah. it's fine. Like you're good. We don't need you here. That's like, yeah, like if you want to, like, that's like somebody said this once, which was pretty funny. It's like, well, if you want to be like a real, like, climate activist, you would just like jump off a building. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It's just, if non existing is the, like, the new, like, uh, uh, like true form of, of like, uh, activism. So, right. Yeah, sure. <laughs> let's, let's agree with that. Yeah, totally. If you don't <laughs> ski, don't start. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. It's like my favorite. It's hilarious. It's so. I'm gonna say. I think I'm gonna make stickers. If you don't ski, don't start. Yeah. Oh, pow! Underneath. Yeah. Protect our winners. <laughs> everyone should have electric snowmobiles, and then I will buy everyone's two strokes, and I will be fucking happy as shit because all your shit's gonna die, and I'll tote you out. Perfect. Yeah. Exactly. I'm waiting. I'm just like. My only savings bank account is just for when some company announces that they're this is the last two stroke they'll ever make. Yeah. And I'm gonna buy all of them. <laughs> and like And then and then have a rental fleet. For no, the, I'm not no. Do you guys have fun with your electric shit? <laughs> I'll be fucking yeah. I'm gonna have my own little plot of land in my hypothetical brain that somehow I can afford Earth. Right. And yeah. then yeah. I'm just going to ride two strokes around. I bought a three-wheeler last week. I'm going backwards. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. You're just going to be on like a like a scotch and red meat diet like Don Draper in 1961 you know, or something. Yeah. Just like. There you go. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't like. How do you feel about electric vehicles? <laughs> do you think um, they're the future? Genuinely? Like we don't have the infrastructure. I get one. California is like, hey. Yeah. Don't use your fucking AC because the earth is like super hot right now, right. but we also yeah. don't have enough power to charge your vehicles. But yeah. how do we get rid of them? Like, I'm not supposed to throw away a double A battery, even though I do. Like, I'm not supposed to throw it away. How do I throw away my hypothetical well, here's, Tesla? Here's the, I was actually talking to uh, the head of sustainability over at Audi. And the guy's like, he was no like honestly it was just like by chance that i like was sitting down to dinner with a friend and he, that he showed up uh and uh he's uh, fascinating the guy was is like a like amga certified like backcountry guide and also like worked for nasa on like the docking of the space station alleged and, yeah alleged yeah i was like this like either you're a great liar or you've lived like 17 different lives uh, but he was basically, he was telling me that like yeah there's no industry where it's going to be like completely carbon neutral and the thing that like you know the big tobacco type of lie that is going on about EVs is that like the batteries can't be used again and almost 100% of these batteries according to this guy are reusable are recyclable and so 
EVs, I think great. Like we said, you know, uh, I think Ford, the F-150, like EV is going to be insanely popular because it's a Ford product. And then I think that, you know, the the expansion of the infrastructure in America is going to happen. And yeah, I think it's going to be great. I want an electric car for sure. You know, I don't. But you have one. You just bought yourself a Prius. It's a hybrid and it's only because I'm better than you. You, that's that's the sticker that you need. I bought this to judge you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I showed up at the trailhead yesterday, and I was like, no big deal. But then I rolled in my stupid van, and just like oil dripping. And <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know the answer. I I don't think anyone does, and I think that's fine. I always laugh that people are like, because we don't know the answer. Yeah. That they're like, that can't be right, and I'm like, no yeah. one's. Ah, there's gray. Life is life is in the gray. Yeah, that's not all. Those are not words all. to live by. Yeah, because it is like we go ride dirt bikes, and there's a guy who's like, "Yeah, it's electric. It's great it's for the environment." And then I'm like, "You have a Harbor Freight fucking generator screaming to charge this thing, yeah, so you can go be quiet in the woods." Like, yeah, my two stroke video. I saw a video of a guy who like like uh, ran out of uh, uh, juice in his Tesla, and so he had a uh, he was like had a bucket, you know, like a can of gas for the generator that was in his trunk yeah like <laughs> it's like that was like this is the best thing that i've ever seen on the internet uh he should just have one of those shitty bike rack like racks on the back and just plug it in and keep driving yeah <laughs> that's where we're yeah, gonna exactly. be at i yeah. think that's the stage we're at right now it's like yeah i want to feel good and judgmental while also being hypocritical also, I will never support American Elon Musk. Right like, there, I think, baby. how do you feel about Twitter? Do you have to quit Twitter? Are you a Twitter guy? No, I got on there a billion years ago because somebody told me that, like, all writers need to be on Twitter. And then I was like, I don't know how this thing works. I'm constantly confused. I'm like, which person started this chain of events? And, like, I don't get it. You know, I just don't get it. You know, and I get and after a while, I get bored with it. And I just go back to being an old guy on Instagram and Facebook. Although I'm not really even on Facebook. I'm on Marketplace. That's my thing. What's that? Oh, Facebook, Facebook Marketplace. Marketplace. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's okay, all I care sure. about. I don't give a shit yeah. about like Aunt Sally, who's like, oh. <laughs> but like Marketplace, I'm lowballing yeah. people every day, all day for your <laughs> junk. And like, yeah. same line. I'm like, okay, yep. All right, cool. Oh, no, I'm not taking that. I'm like, all right, well, just yeah. call me when you will. And I mean, then the like a month the goes. Thing is, the, the Twitter thing's all about like, I don't know, Elon. I just the guy's in the news constantly, and I just don't care about him. He sucks. I just can't. I just can't. I I don't care what he does, you know, or or like I just can't. I I can't give a shit about him. I don't care about Elon. I'm Musk. sad because I love Twitter because yeah. that's how my brain thinks. Just right, in like okay. 140 characters, it's all yeah. I got. Like I can't write I mean, a full it's no surprise article. That like, oh, rich guy is being a dick. It's like, oh. Yeah, shocking. breaking news. Like this guy it's sucks. Shocking. Breaking no news. This guy sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but now I'm sad because yeah. now I yeah. have to like, do I not support it? Same with like Adidas. Everyone's like, are you gonna get rid of your Adidas? And I was like, one, I only own one pair because I'm poor right. and they're my cycling shoes. <laughs> but like, I'm not getting rid of these because billionaire rich people are like, that's their own. Sh I'm not gonna punish yeah. myself. Yeah. I hear you. I get it. Yeah. I don't know. Well, Patty, <laughs> I think we did it. <laughs> <laughs> do we do it? I think we did it.
I don't know. Perfect. But I do want to ask you before we fully get off, you're yeah. raising money. This should come out before November. If not, yeah. we'll whatever. People still care what you're doing. Um, you're raising money. You're running for yeah. fun, I guess. Uh, you have a nice yeah. mustache for a cause. Yeah. So let's talk yeah. about that for a moment. Well, every uh, uh, thank you, Adam. Every November since 2019, I have participated in um, Movember, but because that I've already like grown this uh, lip caterpillar and I refuse to like shave it off and start over, what I do is I sign up to run and uh, raise funds. So this year I'm running 120 miles in November and I'm trying to raise $3,500. So uh, that's a little bit more than what I raised last year. So I bumped it up just a little bit and um uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, you can follow along on the old Instagram and you can find uh, the, uh, the, the link to, to donate if you'd like listeners out there on, on the old Instagram as well. More than anything, I just want folks like uh, to have conversations about what's really going on um, because suicide is like the number two killer of men between like 15 and 45. Uh, the stigma around mental health keeps people really, really sick. And that's something in my personal and professional mission to like help conquer. So that's what I'm trying to do right now. I love it. Where can Thanks, we man. follow you? What is your Instagram uh, handle? It's Patty ROC. Some people call it Patty Rock, but really that's just my name. It's, the R is my middle name. OC is for O'Connell. And uh, so Patty ROC on Instagram and then uh, pattyroc.com. Uh, for the latest and and greatest haps and things <laughs> with Pat, the old patio patty with a d as yes. in dog yes everybody p-a-w-d-y w-d-y irish way to spell that folks where were you born ireland chicago yes dot com oh you're irish name every irishman yeah yeah name every potato uh, Patty, you are free from...